Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. How are you doing? Just look at a little bit of a morning voice right there. How are you doing? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call to talk sports. And the great thing about this show is I'm so great. Now, that I'll talk about any sport you would like. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, all the ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. Once again, 1-800-878-7529. Now, you know about me is that this show is at least 50% uh, entertainment now. What does that mean? It means comedians. Those are my favorite. Actors, authors, directors, mostly TV shows. Sometimes somebody has a new drug. I want a new drug. One that doesn't stink. Is that the Huey Lewis lyrics? Probably not. Uh, we're going to have uh, some open lines until 940 Pacific. And at that point, actor, comedian Bill Reich is here for a new movie. Second hour, we have author Jonathan Clegg. He's written a book about um, Messi and Ronaldo. That's Cristiano Ronaldo. Director Brandon Dermer has a new movie with Jillian Bell. She was in studio with me. For uh, her, uh, was her something runs a marathon? Courtney runs a marathon? I don't know. But uh, she's hilarious. She's great. And then the third hour, we have uh, our ATN segment. And then four-time Grammy winner, James Fauntleroy, the little lord himself. He's in alliance uh, with the uh, NFL, with the Super Bowl. And what does that mean? We'll find out. And then Bill Engvall. Remember him? The blue-collar comedy tour. He'll join us. You might be a redneck if... Oh, wait, no, that's Foxworthy. Well, he's the guy that goes, I had a poo-poo so big I handed out cigars. No, wait, that's Larry the Cable Guy. He's the third guy. So Bill Engvall will uh, join us. And a uh, big shout-out to our troops listening both home and abroad all around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. That is a real Larry the Cable Guy joke, by the way. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. What's the best product I bought this year? 
Well, that's easy. Salon Pass Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pass Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pass reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pass. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Hey. What's going on? 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-752. What did I say? Just call 1-800-COUNT-PAMPULA. You'll get me. 1-800-878-7529. Come on and get hurt, girl. Don't act like I did until I didn't. I don't know what I'm saying. All right. Well, the World Series was last night. 
and the Phillies tied a World Series record by hitting uh, five home runs in that game. And it was a uh, completely whitewash, seven to nothing, and now they lead uh, two to one after that uh, rainout. And uh, prior to game three, the last pitch Bryce Harper saw at Citizens Bank Park sailed over the left field wall for a go-ahead two-run home run in the eighth inning of the NLCS Game 5, Oppo Taco. <clears throat> and that was quite literally not a walk-off, but it was a pennant-winning home run. The first pitch in Game 3, two-run homer into the right field seats. So, homers on back-to-back pitches at home in the World Series. And all you need to do was to see uh, Lance McCullers Jr.'s uh, reaction to that home run uh, is, is all you need to know. Just as soon as he threw it, he was just like, ah, damn. He did like a little hop. And it was a breaking ball that just hung belt high, which probably any big leaguer is going to make contact. But it, it's Bryce Harper. It's gonzo. And uh, Harper said, just trying to get a good pitch over the plate. <laughs> yeah, you think? But <clears throat> that was his sixth in the postseason and his fourth go-ahead homer. And uh, only Albert Pujols has hit more go-ahead homers in a single postseason. He had five in 2004 that postseason. The Astros did limit Harper in games one and two. He just had two singles and a walk in those games, but it was only a matter of time before you get that game-changing swing. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I present you with Alec Bohm, who hit the, wait for it, 1,000th home run in World Series history. Somebody somewhere, probably right around 858, 859, 860, said we're only 140 home runs away from our 1,000th. Now, is that something that's really cool? Not really, because <clears throat> none of us knew about it outside of these Elias Sports Bureau uh, baseball nerds. But once you think about it, then it is really cool. The Do you know who hit the first home run in World Series history? Game 1, 1903, Jimmy Sebring, Pittsburgh Pirates, hit one off of the Boston Americans. Do you know who was the pitcher that day? Cy Young. So when you think about that, this is why when I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown five years ago, it was the middle of a snowstorm in December. There were only three other people in there. I walked up to the door. It looked like it was closed. It looked like no lights were on. There was no one in the parking lot. And I thought, if this door is closed, if I, and it is in the middle of freaking nowhere, it's hard to get to in the summer, I would imagine, much less in a snowstorm. You go down these little one-lane roads for hours to get there. And I put my hand on the door. I go, if this is locked, I might burn this place down. No, I didn't say that, but it was open. Um, and it's funny, there were three employees in there. They were like, whoa, someone came. <clears throat> I'm, I'm here, baby. But that's the thing is that it's just the history. If you're a baseball fan like me and you're an American history fan like me, they go hand in hand. Absolutely. Anyway, Jimmy Sebring of the Pirates, uh, Cy Young of the Boston Americans, they would later become the red stockings. But 
this was the first time in World Series history that a team hit three home runs in the first two innings. Can you believe that? That's not that bizarre, is it? Three home runs in the first two innings, that had never happened in the history of the World Series. Now, it should be noted that before Bohm went to the dish, Harper called him over to the railing and said something to him. And so the reporter said, what, what did Harper say to you? And um, Bohm said, I'm not telling you. <laughs> but here's the thing. <clears throat> uh, once that happened and he hit a home run, it's like, oh, McCullers is tipping his pitches. That's what's going on. And it's funny. I remember one time when I was playing high school football, I was playing a, when I was on JV, we were watching the varsity, and one of my best friends went to the rival school and we're watching our teams play. And he said, watch our varsity quarterback. When he rocks back and forth, it's a pass. When he stays still, it's a run. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, every time. Why don't they change him that? But hear about this. Lance McCullers Jr. is the first pitcher to allow five home runs in a World Series game. No one had ever done that. And that's not too bizarre when you think about <clears throat> five home runs as the record. But yes, uh, his troubles started right out of the gate. He would settle down for a little while. He retired eight consecutive batters, uh, third, fourth, fifth. But then he got into more trouble for whatever reason, facing the lineup for the third time, a single to Marsh, back-to-back -back home runs to Schwarber and Hoskins, Sac State. And then it's 7 nothing. But as I said, the Fox broadcasts uh, noticed that uh, there was a message to Brown waiting in the on-deck circle. And so then they think, oh, wonder what that was. Yeah, because Ken Rosenthal said, what happened with you and Harper? He goes, that's between us. And so then Dusty and McCullers were asked about it. Like, Are you tipping pitches? Uh, and <clears throat> McCullers said, <clears throat> excuse me, this had nothing to do with tip, uh, tipping, and clearly they had a good game plan against me, and they really executed better than I did. I got whooped. And then Dusty was asked about it, and he said, sometimes they just hit you. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, McCullers had a historically bad night. If you think about five home runs allowed on 78 pitches, four and a third and uh, that's all seven earned, folks. But here's the other thing. <clears throat> we talked about Ron Hare Ranger Suarez, who was called on when it was supposed to be Syndergaard had it not been rained out on Monday. And his performance should not be forgotten. This is a guy who you probably never heard of until the World Series, unless you're a big baseball fan. But a lefty, 27 years old, Five shutout innings against one of the most high-powered offenses on the planet. Only four of the 19 batters he faced got the ball out of the infield. Three of them were fly balls. Seven ground outs, four strikeouts, four singles, and a walk. <clears throat> and Houston had two prime opportunities against Suarez. They put runners on the corners with two outs in the second. Froze McCormick with a backwards K. And then they put runners on first and second with two outs in the fifth. But Altuve got jammed and popped into foul territory. So he was cool, calm, and collected, and he got the big outs when he needed to, and he went through five, and that's all they needed. 
But once again, the Phillies have dominated at home. They are 6-0 and at Citizens Bank Park this October, and they have out-homered their opponents 17-6. to No team has ever hit more than 15 home runs in a span of six home games in a single postseason until now. At home, they're outscoring their opponents in the playoffs 42-15. to That 15 means two and a half runs allowed per game, which is excellent. So, historically, when a best of seven is tied 1-1, and game three has gone on the game three winner has gone to win the series 69% of the time, and that's good news for Philadelphia. Game four is tonight. Aaron Nola back on the bump against Christian Javier. That should be some good stuff. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. More good stuff behind the corner. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. 
you could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 You spent over a decade in the Middle East and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> what did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. That's very convoluted there. Coming up uh, in the next segment, Bill Reich will join us. I wonder how many jokes he got as a kid. Like two of his relatives walked in, and then when he came in, they go, Oh, it's the third Reich. (laughs) Frank Reich. 1-800-878-PLAY. We have our gold glovers, ladies and gentlemen, and there are some brand new ones. 14 first-timers. 14. And it's pretty amazing when you look at everyone in the American League who won it They got it for the first time outside of DJ LeMay. But let's go to the phone lines because in New York City, we have my main man, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Rick. I know you're talking World Series and baseball, but uh, I need to still talk about my Raiders. You're my therapist. And um, (laughs) so I'm still uh, processing the uh, S show that was Sunday. Yes. you mentioned yesterday, and I had also read that they are keeping uh, McDaniel's for years to come. Yeah. Now, I, I uh, understand. Well, let me now. If a team, and I'm I'm trying to look at the glass half full, and that's impossible with this franchise. But if a team, or when a team, fires, um, goes through head coaches, a lot uh, over yeah. a period of time. Don't mm-hmm. other head coaches look at that with a side eye and say, yeah, I don't want to play with them. Like what Al Davis, what sort of happened to Al Davis, I guess, towards the end of his, uh, before he passed, he was, you know, so is, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with you with McDaniels, but is firing him, like, which, like if you're Sean Payton, because we've talked about him, would he, all of a sudden say, well, you, you know, you, you're going through coaches, a little, you know, or is that irrelevant when it comes to Well, it, like- it depends on who you are. I mean, Sean Payton is so confident that if they hired him, he knows that he's going to get, like you said, a Gruden-type deal. So he'll get paid one way or another. But that was the thing that Mark did in the beginning with Dennis Allen was that it was clear after one year that he was not a good head coach, but he didn't want that reputation that you were talking about. But, I mean, Derek Carr, what, he's in his ninth year, and he's had six head coaches. So, yeah, I mean, and and 
<clears throat> and I guess Mark figured with the money that he's put in, uh, you know, he has to pretend that he's on board or else he'll look stupid. So it's all, it's just a lot of grown men, you know, and their pride a lot of the time. Right. I mean, now <clears throat> I'm hoping that's ownership speak. And if they wind up going four and 13 or five and 12 or whatever, that, mm-hmm. that would be a possibility. But assuming he is there for the foreseeable future, I still think they need to, um, I'm, I'm over car. I mean, uh, obviously I don't want Deshaun Kaiser starting or, uh, Nathaniel Peterman or whatever, <laughs> but they, uh, and I don't know who's out there, but uh, maybe through the draft, I'm, I'm, I'm over car. And I don't know how you do that when you have a team sort of built for now to win, you know, they bring in Adam, they bring in Chandler, they extend all these players, um, uh, you know, uh, Waller, who's now becoming the second coming of Ricky Dudley. Um, wh- <laughs> so how do you how do you replace Carr? Like, how would you how do you do that? Like, you have a team that's basically they're 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 they're, they're built to win now. You you can't throw. I guess you could, but you're not going to throw a rookie in there. So how? Because the day after the Super Bowl, they can release Carr from his contract, and they would only be hit with uh, five million in dead money. Because um, he has a no trade clause, but there's something built in his contract. He, he either he he's I mean, other than the previous nine years, he looks completely lost in this system. So the system is not working with him, or they're not. You know, how do you how do you uh, thread that needle? Well, I mean, you're right. He's making forty and a half million dollars a year, and when you think about, you know, the the, the car fans, um, and, and this is the other thing too. Is as bad as he's looked, you think about what other teams have too. But since he's been in the oh, NFL, absolutely. only Mahomes, Brady, and Matt Ryan have thrown for more yards. I mean, he's he's thrown for more yards than Aaron Rodgers. So. People, this is why he makes all this money. But I think you're right. You made a good point about this system because he has looked really good in some systems. Even the Greg Olson one, he didn't look half bad. But yeah, he looks yeah, completely he looked lost in, in this one. Yes, he looked good yeah. in the Gruden. He looks completely lost in the system. He's holding on to the ball, indecisive. He, uh, now, don't great or good the great head coaches build a system around your players, like, instead of trying to force feed, unless you're doing a rebuild and you're trying to bring in, but this is the team they were presented with. Right. Well, you know, Al Davis used to be, because John Madden had a system, we're going to run on first down, run on second down, run on third down, and we're never going to run out of the eye. That's what they do in college. And so after he left and Flores started doing the same thing, they got Marcus Allen, and so Al Davis, they're like, well, he won the Heisman running out of the eye. And so Al Davis actually, for the first time in his life, adjusted and said, okay, well, let's run the eye formation. It's like, what do you got against it? And then we saw how great Marcus was. So, yeah, you want to let people do what they do best unless you're just too stubborn. Well, which is, you know, what we're seeing now. Uh, and last part, last point, yeah, uh, J.D. Sharp on, I think, you know, yesterday, or he was – he was saying that the the absence of Waller in the Saints game was a big yeah. reason why they lost. They were so bad in every aspect yeah. of that game that if Waller was playing in that game, it would not have made a difference. They, exactly they might have right. scored. 
Yeah, but they, exactly they, they right. Tackling was, every aspect of that game was a complete zero. So the presence of just one six foot six tight end uh, who's uh, would not have made a difference in that game. They were getting their butts handed to them. It would have just yeah. been twenty four to seven. As opposed right. To Everybody has a different anyway. take. I happen to agree with you. I remember one time when the A's, <clears throat> the A's were uh, playing poorly, and Peter Gammons, who was getting really senile, they said, "What's wrong with the A's?" And he said, "The stadium and Dallas Braden is hurt." I go, "What? The guy with the six and a half ERA?" So sometimes you, <laughs> not every take is gold, even mine. Believe it or not. Yes, exactly. Anyway. All right. Uh, one, la- one last point. I know I, I got to go. But uh, did you read about how uh, the, the commissioner said that uh, about the A's? Uh, their foregone conclusion. They're going to Vegas. He's really yeah. He said it ain't going to happen in Oakland. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not happy. No. I'll, I'll, I'll keep <laughs> listening, buddy. See you later. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Yeah, and I, you know, I'd even bring that up because it's just a fate accompli that they were moving and. Uh, you know, Libby Schaff, the mayor, is like, hey, you know, you know, she's termed out, so she can't even stay. So that means whoever's coming in, the new mayor, do you think any new mayoral candidate, when you think about the, um, the constituency in Oakland, in any Bay Area city where there's maybe 20% diehard sports fans and 80% that hate sports, and that's just a fact, most sports fans can't vote yet. They're all high school kids. <laughs> Do you think any new mayoral candidate is going to come in and say this $12 billion, and once again, $12 billion thing, one of the biggest um, uh, construction projects in the history of California. Remember, if California was a sovereign state, we'd have the fifth GNP. And if you want to know why, Apple by themselves in Cupertino, worth a trillion so that kind of helps you understand uh, California, not to mention the Central Valley, all the crops, all Silicon Valley, the wine country, tourism, everything, <clears throat> right? And so there's no mayoral candidates going to come in and say, yeah, I, wanna, I really want to push this because they're not going to get elected. So, uh, and I, I'm not saying Libby staying would have helped either. They're, they're desperate for that team, Major League Baseball. And then once again, it was reiterated um, as Charlie brought up, they asked him about the relocation fee, and he said, well, considering everything that's going on, uh, that's not appropriate. What? It's not appropriate? What? The no, no relocation fee? That is how bad they want that team in Vegas. Now that you can make a, a vote, a vote, a bet from your phone on any stupid little app, they don't want to miss out. I said, I stood there or I sat there while Adam Silver stood there and talked about betting on your phone. And he's, he's very wise guy. He's the best commissioner, I think, by far in all our sports. But he said, look, it's coming. And you're either in or you're out. That's why I know a lot of these teams now, you know, with StubHub and Cheap Seats or Vivid Seats, whatever it's called, they, they now want to be their own brokers. They're sick of missing out on all these fees. And that's why you have to use your phone and it has to be the wiggly line moving back and forth. What does that mean, Rick? I don't know. We'll take a quick break on the other side. Bill Reich, actor, comedian with a new movie. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to this show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. 500 outlets, 177 countries. 
Let's bring in our next guest. It is actor-comedian Bill Reich. He has a, a new movie in which he stars from Terror Films, and uh, it is uh, coming out uh, on digital and VOD on November 4th. It's called Sleep, period, Walk, period, Kill. Bill, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about this project, please. Well, first of all, you hit the, the punctuation on the head, and we, we super appreciate that. Uh, very, very important to the success of this movie is the, the punctuation. Um, happy to be here. Uh, movies, a, uh, a, a real crowd pleaser about a, a bum, kind of down on his luck, sort of uh, divorced dude in his 30s who's kind of slobbing his way through life when suddenly all across the East Coast there's this big sound in the air that if you hear it and then fall asleep, you turn into a, a, a homicidal maniac. So that's uh, that's the movie. So in New York, they call that Wednesday, right? <laughs> that's right. But we were uh, we were a little bit south in New York in Yardley, Pennsylvania, shooting this one. So uh, do you play the protagonist, which you described? Yeah, yeah. I play. Uh, I get to play Edgar. Wasn't. Uh, too much of a stretch for me. <laughs> uh, so luckily for my first uh, ever you know, feature film lead role, I didn't have to act all that hard. I was like the Steve Buscemi interview about Fargo where the Coen brothers said, you're going to play this really disgusting, ugly guy. And they go, what kind of makeup? And, he's, and they said, no makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, when you think about your acting chops, where did you get them? How much did you take to it, like the fish to water, and how much of you uh, are like in the method school and all that? Well, uh, definitely not too method. All of my acting chops come from uh, doing a uh, doing sketch comedy in in Philadelphia to a, uh, a mostly unenthusiastic audience. So that that <laughs> really kind of you get to toil away in obscurity in a way that uh, breeds a, you know, uh, not maybe not confidence, but you know how to get through a tough time. And so I came to the movie with a little bit, a uh, little bit more stage experience than on screen stuff. And the only, uh, the only real like acting note that the director had was like, Hey, let's not play this for laughs. Let's, <laughs> Let's try to <clears throat> be a little bit serious when your loved ones are dying in this scene. So that was the only, the only little hang-up. Was I was just much more comfortable trying to uh, goof instead of being, you know, a, a serious actor. Right. So how much could you take your yes and and bring it to this project? Well, I'll tell you what. There wasn't. Too much improvising. I did. I got to punch up a couple lines here and there and try to crack everybody up with an unexpected twist on a on a line or something. But for the most part, what what really served me from my comedy experience was uh, the timing. Both comedy and horror, you're you're doing your best to elicit a physical response from the viewer, whether it's laughing or screaming. So that kind of timing, I think, really uh, really helped me out. So. That was definitely uh, it was good to have that experience to bring to the table. So, whenever you get uh, horror movies like this, is it a little tongue in cheek, a little black comedy, or is it all played straight? 
Well, unfortunately, at my skill set as an actor right now, everything's going to be tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know how to win an Academy Award. I do know how to make the people around me laugh, and so that's mm-hmm. usually what I'm more comfortable with. As I act more, I'm sure I'll I'll be able to leave that behind a little bit, but. At least for this project, going for a laugh was like a, a, a little security blanket that uh oh if I can't meet if I can't meet this goal at least I I know I can get him to laugh. So uh, Edgar has to deal with his ex-wife in this, right? Yeah, she's kind of worse than all the the homicidal sleepwalkers. <laughs> We're speaking with Bill Reich, his new movie, Sleep, Walk, Kill. So once again, if you fall asleep, you become one of them. So are you guys just full of caffeine and Red Bull and whatever? Uh, yeah, and then, uh, and then in the third act, some prescriptions come into the, into the fold mm-hmm. to, to help keep us awake. And then uh, those of us that aren't able to stay awake have to be disposed of. Well, it's inevitable. You can't stay awake forever, right? It's yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, luckily, throughout at least for the course of the the runtime of this movie, Edgar was able to stay. No, not really a spoiler alert. He's able to stay awake the whole time. He's your guy. He's kind of your audience. Uh, mm-hmm. You can live vicariously through him, and he doesn't fall asleep the whole time. So he's the uh, the one sensible, uh, whereas everybody else kind of goes nuts. So working on a film like this, was craft services a box of bagels, or did you have like a giant, beautiful spread from P.F. Chang's? It was a box of bagels. You, you hit it right on the head. We had a, we had a couple bagel days, and uh, it was, this movie was a real community effort. It couldn't, couldn't define indie filmmaking uh, better than Sleepwalk Kill. Uh, Justin Miller, our director, he was lucky enough to live on a street with a bunch of neighbors who like rolled their sleeves up, pitched in, bought us a couple pizzas some days. So it was, uh, we were never hungry, but it wasn't, it wasn't PF Chang's either. So, uh, take us through your, uh, your cast, Ellen Boscov, Melanie Rosedale and others. How did you guys all mesh together? Uh, we had a, we had a blast on set. Ellen Boscov Uh is, uh, who she uh, she plays my mom, and right away we fell into the uh, the dynamic of like son and o- very specifically overbearing uh, mom. Melanie Rosedale, Laney was the the consummate professional out of all of us. It was uh you know we're shooting this movie most of it's in November in a basement, so all of us are. Uh, sitting around compl- shivering complaining about how cold it is except for laney she was there to get the job done and she was uh somebody that i, I was happy to learn a lot from because she had a lot of credits before that and she's had a lot of credits since then she was on netflix's army of the dead so she's uh she's very impressive so for you now you've mentioned your your first feature is your agent's phone ringing off the hook what's it like for you now <laughs> I uh, I wish I uh, I've had to be my my own agent uh, for the most part, answer anybody's questions uh, the old-fashioned way myself, and uh, I, but I've been uh, 
I, I've since moved to Chicago. So the, uh, here's the here's the whole story. This movie got shot before the pandemic, and then uh, we kind of lost a little bit of momentum through COVID. So now we're we're coming back at it. We're making ourselves more publicly available. So hopefully, somebody will see this and be like, "Oh, give that poor guy another." acting role he's, he's starving out there in chicago <laughs> and then when it comes to reviews you could be anywhere from this is the next citizen kane to this is a turd so how do you do you read the reviews do you care one way or the other uh yeah definitely i've read the reviews just out of curiosity because it's it's my first role and i just wanted to my only goal was to come across decent uh, i'm not i wasn't looking to set the role on fire i was just looking at not shame everybody around me so in reading the reviews i've definitely there have been a lot of really kind words and then there have been <laughs> some other people maybe a little bit less understanding of the circumstances in which this movie was made the mm -hmm. the no money the being outside of the anywhere anybody's ever made a movie before so it's uh, while I, uh, you know, you have to take the bad with the good, but when you read a bad review, it's kind of nice to just be like, well, I can look that guy up and see that he's never made a horror movie. So, gotcha. So they're they're super po that you guys didn't pay for industrial light and magic to do all the uh, special effects. <laughs> that's actually that's exactly it. They said you should have went down to New Zealand and got all those Weta guys that Peter Jackson works with to do your special effects. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, By the way, I felt bad I wrote that review now. Uh, so That uh, was you. you know. <laughs> You'll be hearing from my agent. Uh, all right, so before we let you go, it's a horror film. What kind of gore is going on here? Oh, there is some top-notch, eyeball-flying, blood-spouting, limb-flinging action in, uh, in this movie. It is, uh, it is definitely catered to the gore hound of it uh we had a uh, an incredible special effects artist that did everything you know manually had to do everything uh if there there, there wasn't going to be any um budget for like super fancy special effects after the fact so we had to do everything on set and we uh each of us had about five copies of our uh, our costumes that we wore because Inevitably, they'd all be soaked in in a uh, in blood, and then we'd have to oh make sure that the blood splatter on this shirt matches the blood splatter on that shirt, and it was a uh, it complicated things, but I think it uh, I think it made for a good good horror movie. Using real blood, I like the commitment. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> your your official press release says it's out November fourteenth. Two paragraph later, it says it's out November fourth. So what is the real day? November fourth. Uh, this Friday, the movie okay. will be on VOD. All right. So that was that was. I just want to know which one was the typo. November fourth from Terror Films Video On Demand. Sleep, walk, kill, live to sleep. Another day, a film by Justin Miller. And we've been speaking to the star, Bill Reich. Bill, thanks for coming on, man. It's been my pleasure. I'm really grateful for for your time. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Bio.
Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now. At 800-378-3508, 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. 
Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back. we got a couple minutes left, hour number one of three. We have author Jonathan Clegg, director Brandon Dermer coming up in the next hour, third hour, againstthenumber.com segment, James Fauntleroy and Bill Engvall. Kevin Durant was shocked that Steve Nash got hired, even though he called for him to be fired in the offseason. He said, <clears throat> quote, you're always shocked when a move like this happens, but it's normal in the NBA. So it's about getting ready for the game tonight. It's a quick turnaround always in the league, especially during the season. You got to practice. Game's coming up, so you can't really think about it too much. But it was on the mind for a little bit today. So they asked him, why do you think he got fired? He said, <clears throat> we didn't have a healthy team, just didn't play well. And that's what happens in the league. S happens. So that doesn't take away from Steve's basketball IQ, how he teaches the game. I don't think that takes away from anything. It just didn't work out. Huh. Well, when they lost to the Pacers a couple of days ago, Nash uh, said that uh, it was a disaster and that uh, the GM, he and uh, Sean Marks, were having conversations and so Durant said, let's be real. We're pros. We're veterans. We had a rough start. It was a rocky year last year, rocky summer. We knew that everybody was being evaluated. That's just how it is in the league. Well, <clears throat> Mark said uh, he fired Steve Nash because they're not responding to him. He said there's no singular reason that a coach loses his team, but there was zero input from any of the players on this. Well, that's not true because Durant called for him to be fired. He said, fire him or I'm leaving in the summer. And I'm not saying that's an evil thing, but that's what he said. And now all reports are is that Udoka, after having a consensual sexual relationship with uh, the Celtics executive, and she was an employee as well, fired. It looks like he's going to be taken over in New Jersey. So uh, landing on his feet pretty quickly after being uh, member, they said, will he be back after this year? Remember, because the Celtics suspended him for a year. It's not official yet, but that's the rumor. I'm Rick Tittle. Got another hour, two hours. So come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. Private companies are creating more new jobs than expected. ADP says 239,000 jobs were added in October, beating projections by more than 40,000. North Korea stated in September that they did not plan on supplying Russia with ammunition for the invasion of Ukraine. Speaking virtually to reporters on Wednesday, White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says U.S. intelligence contradicts that claim. You know, we're not talking dozens here. Um, it, it's a significant number of artillery shells. He also says they have information that North Korea is concealing the shipment's destination. This, as a new report, is taking a look at some of the sanctions placed on Russia and where the United States is really getting some of its oil from.
The United States, with all its mighty sanctions against Russia for invading Ukraine, is still buying some of her gasoline from Russia. An oil refinery in Sicily, owned by Russia's second-largest oil and gas giant, Luke Oil, is using 93% Russian crude oil in its production. That ultimately makes its way to the United States as gasoline and other refined oil products. From the West Coast, USA, Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, is pumping the brakes on allowing banned users to rejoin the platform. In a tweet, Musk saying there needs to be a clear process for welcoming back those individuals. He also said implementing such a process will take at least a few more weeks. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court says all mail-in and absentee ballots that aren't dated shouldn't be counted by counties. In a ruling Tuesday, the state's high court said instead the undated ballots should be set aside and segregated from those with dates on them. This is USA Radio News. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Mortgage application volume is falling slightly. The Mortgage Bankers Association saying it dropped by a half of a percent last week. Meantime, a 30-year fixed mortgage rate is only down a tenth of a point to 7.06%. Despite a small change in rates, applications to refinance did go up by 0.2%. Changes are coming to a Florida city's skyline. Developers have broken ground on what they say will be the tallest residential building south of New York City. Miami's Waldorf Astoria is poised to be South Florida's tallest skyscraper at 100 stories and will feature 205 hotel guest rooms and 360 luxury condo residences. The super tall structure is controversial. Not only is it in the way of the flight path for Miami International Airport, but with last year's collapse in nearby Surfside that killed 98 people, building a structure of its kind so close to sea level that can stand hurricane force winds is also of concern. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, I'm Victoria Idoni. An iPhone factory inside a Chinese industrial park is being ordered to lock down. It's being done to stop the spread of COVID. The factory belongs to Foxconn, and the lockdown remains in fact until November 9th. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic, now just $33.95, plus earn double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle, improve performance, and protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One Full Synthetic at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Auto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming up, Jonathan Clegg, new book, Messi versus Ronaldo. That's a soccer book, folks. Who got messy? Clean your room. Brandon Dermer has a film called I'm Totally Fine. That's about me <clears throat> when I look in the mirror. The Washington Commanders might have new ownership. What? Dan Snyder, all the pressure he's been under. Remember, he said, write it down in all caps, I'll never change the name Redskins ever. Well, he has hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions, which means selling the team. Huh. So the team said this. Dan and Tanya Snyder and the Washington Commanders announced today that they have hired B of A Securities to consider potential transactions. The Snyders remain committed to the team, all of its employees, and all its countless fans to putting the best product on the field and continuing to work to set the gold standard for workplaces in the NFL. <clears throat> the gold standard. Uh, Snyder bought out all his minority stakes in the team last year, so they have 100% family ownership right now. Forbes is listing them as the sixth highest uh team value uh, in the NFL and uh, the Cowboys number one, Patriots two Rams, Giants, Bears the Cowboys are worth 8 billion, they're the most of all America, Forbes put out did you see their list, you know who's two in the four big sports, obviously hockey's not going to be up there, who's behind the Cowboys, you'd probably say oh the Yankees the Dodgers, the Warriors that doormat franchise almost my whole life is now second, only behind the Cowboys. Now they have that new building that's all factored in. But wow. So yes, the Commanders, they have only had three owners in 91 years. Preston Marshall, then Jack Hancock, and then the Snyders. So this will be a big deal. And this is something the NFL really wants Dan Snyder out of there too. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. 
Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. <laughs> All right. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Nationally syndicated out of San Francisco. And around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, it's our pleasure to welcome to the show now author Jonathan Clegg, and uh, he has a, a brand new book. It's called Messi versus Ronaldo, One Rivalry, Two Goats, and the Era That Remade the World's Game. 
And um, first of all, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Now, some people might say because of the nomenclature, how can there be two goats, right? That's right. Yeah, I think what we're doing here is I think we're looking at the idea that um, you know one of the biggest aspects of the Messi Ronaldo rivalry is that kind of great debate that has followed them for most of their careers about which of them is the goat. This is an incredibly fierce rivalry um, waged by you know soccer fans across the world, and um, so that's 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 what they're that's what we're getting at there. And then they seem to just trade Ballon d'Ors for a decade, right? A couple of years Messi, a couple of years Ronaldo, just back and forth, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, they had the the, the Ballon d'Or, the award given to the, the best player in the world. Um, they they had that basically on lockdown. Um, Champions League was much the same. Um, pretty much every year, one or the other would be um, would would lift the trophy, um, collect the Ballon d'Or, and um, you know that was business as usual for you know the the best part of a decade. Um, at, at when they were um, at Real Madrid and Barcelona, the two, um, you know, traditional powers of Spanish football, um, and that era when when those two clubs fielded perhaps the um, two, you know two of the greatest club sides that the game has ever seen, um, is really you know sort of the 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 what we dig into in the book. You know, you think about El Clasico between those two teams and the, the few players that had the temerity to play for both, like Figo and, and Laudrup and some others. Can you can just encapsulate the, the fierceness, the, the blood feud that is between those two and El Clasico? Yeah, I mean, as with most, you know, bitter rivalries in soccer, this is one that's about a lot more than just football. Um, you know, for the people of Barcelona, um, Real Madrid... Um, you know they're they're a fiercely independent um, Catalan people. They believe that they should have independence from the rest of Spain. And for them, Real Madrid are the you know bad guys, the team of the regime. Um, Madrid being the capital, um, they were Madrid. Real Madrid was um, famously the team of uh, Francisco Franco, the longtime dictator of Spain. And uh, so they're they're seen you know, but Barcelona fans. You know, think of themselves like the Jedi and Real Madrid, like the Empire, and um, and that's why the the matches between them are so spectacularly ill-tempered, uh, kind of toxic at times, and um, yeah, and so when when Messi and Ronaldo were at those two clubs, they almost became like the physical embodiments of that rivalry, and I think one of the reasons that the great debate about Messi or Ronaldo has attracted so much kind of fury from soccer fans around the world is because all that history of Real Madrid and Barcelona is baked into it, um, which sort of added a whole new dimension to uh, to their rivalry. No doubt about it. And then you think about the uh, success at the national level, and we all remember Cristiano Ronaldo coaching Portugal from the side when he got hurt, and, and Messi multiple times retiring from Argentina, finally got some uh, justification during the Copa America uh, lately, but this is the thing for him, and this is a different uh, subject, obviously, but with Diego Armando Maradona, it's like, well, he's never lifted the World Cup, and Maradona did, right? That's right, yeah, and I think you know there are, there are a sizable chunk of fans for whom Messi will never, you know, outstrip Maradona um, unless he, he ends up winning the World Cup as well. Um, you know, I think one of the things that um, you know the book really uh, gets into is 
you know, this is really isn't a book about um, so much about what they achieved on the field. I mean, everyone can remember the, the magic moments that they've given us over the years. But uh, our sort of examination of their rivalry really kind of looks beyond that at how much these two um, transformed the, the entire game of football uh, from a sort of commercial business standpoint, just the way that the game is played. Um, they really um, wrought huge changes on the game. And, and their era, the messi Ronaldo era, uh, is probably the time in which football changed um, more than it has at any point since the advent of color TV. So um, among the many, many seismic changes that came about during their era is that this was also the era when the Champions League kind of replaced, for many people, the World Cup as the pinnacle, the ultimate trophy to win in, in soccer. And so while Messi has not won the World Cup, he has won the Champions League many times. And I think that there are, there are people who believe that, that you know, now with the, with the Champions League, having sort of surpassed the World Cup in terms of the quality of football and, and how difficult it is to win, that even if he retires without um, winning the World Cup, he has already kind of overtaken Maradona as um, certainly the goat of Argentina, if not the goat of world soccer, uh, period. Yeah, and you think about when uh, Messi came from Argentina to the, the barn, La Masia in Barcelona. He was so small, I was... Uh, in 2009, when Barcelona came to San Francisco, I went to a little press conference at a hotel, and I got to ask Pep Guardiola, and, and uh, I asked Messi what, what the difference between playing Samuel Eto'o and Ibrahimovic, so this is 2009, but I actually rode an elevator down with him. It was bizarre. It was just he and I, and I don't think I've ever seen a smaller human being. You don't really, and I'm 6'2", I'm not a monster, I just, you don't really realize how teeny tiny he is until you're standing next to him. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, one of the stories that we, that we have in the book um, is, um, you know, the, the, the kind of unknown story about how at the very beginning of their careers, Nike actually had both Messi and Ronaldo um, contracted uh, as, uh, as its main sponsor. Um, and Nike ultimately uh, let Messi go because they weren't convinced that he was going to make it because he didn't look like an athlete. He was just not, not like how they imagined an athlete looking. This is, you know, Nike is like the, the company of Michael Jordan and, you know, Tiger Woods and Cristiano Ronaldo. They expect their athletes to look a certain way. And when they saw Messi with his like jersey billowing around him, like, you know, one of the under eights had borrowed an adult, adult kit. Um, they, they weren't convinced. They, they, they allowed him to go to Adidas. They weren't prepared to match what um, Adidas offered him. Um, and that was part of the reason why, it, it, you know, very um, slight, um, thin, um, tiny uh, guy who, who is sort of able to overcome those physical limitations and have such a huge impact on the game. And then I remember when Cristiano Ronaldo came to Man United and just an 18-year-old kid, he'd played like half a season for Sporting Lisbon and... I don't think, I mean, it was a great scouting by Man United, but no one could have known in the next, you know, six years that he would score nearly 90 goals before moving to Real Madrid and, of course, Juve and back to Man United now. But no one could have known what a great signing that was at the time. No, I don't think anyone could have foreseen that Ronaldo would become, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo as he is now. Um, but, you know, the one thing that, that, that I will say is, you know, if anyone... If anyone would have known, it, it would have been Manchester United because they had cleverly um, signed an agreement with uh, Sporting Lisbon in the years beforehand. They, they 
uh, Alex Ferguson, the longtime Manchester United manager, sort of oversaw the dynasty of, uh, of English football um, in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, he recruited uh, Portuguese coach Carlos Queiroz to be his mm-hmm. assistant. And um, one of the first things that Queiroz did was told him about this kid called Cristiano Ronaldo, who was one of two really amazing talents coming through in Portugal. And United were clever enough to ink an agreement with Sporting Lisbon that they would have kind of the right of first refusal on their young prospects. And it was that, as much as anything else, that ensured that when the time came for Sporting to sell Ronaldo, he ended up at Old Trafford and, um, you know, that the Cristiano Ronaldo legend was born. There he is, Jonathan Clegg. Soccer fans, make sure to pick up the book Messi versus Ronaldo, One Rivalry, Two Goats, and the Era That Remade the World's Game. Jonathan, congratulations on the book, and thanks for stopping by. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and come on back on Sports Byline. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by MedDiet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, Call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. <laughs> All right, whatever works. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome filmmaker Brandon Dermer. He is with us because he has directed a brand new movie coming out Friday called I'm Totally Fine. And it features Jillian uh, Bell and Natalie Morales. It'll be in theaters on demand and on digital Brandon, welcome to the show. First of all, I had Jillian Bell in studio with me a few years ago and um, hilariously uh, talented actress, isn't she? She's incredible. It was a total gift to be able to work with her. And when you think about casting, I mean, they always say casting is like 90% of it sometimes, isn't it? It truly is. And on a project like this, uh, filming in the pandemic in 10 days in crazy circumstances, you know, I needed someone who was going to be with me on and off screen. And she was an executive producer on the project and really just fully engulfed herself, along with Natalie Morales and the rest of the cast. Uh, Kyle Nuichek, who was also a producer of the film, in the film. Everyone was just all hands on deck. So you did this in the pandemic. So is this a lot of like masking or did you do it in the woods away from everyone? <laughs> uh, this was December 2020 pre-vaccine. So... We wow. shot the whole thing in a rental home, a giant rental home out in Temecula, and we were all masked and getting tested constantly. Wow. The behind you the scenes Blake photos Anderson. look like something out Sorry, of go uh, ahead. like the behind the scenes photos look like something out of E. T. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and I think people Natalie Morales is one of those actresses is you hear the name and you're like, uh, and then you see her face and you're like, Oh yeah, I know her. Yeah, she's she's been around. She's uh, a true Renaissance woman. She's a writer, director herself. She's made two great films, one called Plan B on Hulu, which she directed. Actually, she wrapped five days before driving out to Temecula to shoot our movie. And then she wrote, starred and directed a film called Language Lessons with her and Mark Duplass. So, again, I was like you said, it's 90 percent casting. I went really above and beyond with that casting. So, uh, and then of course I got to mention Blake Anderson because that's another guy you instantly recognize him from his TV show too. 
Yeah, he's a great guy. I met him back in 2013 when I cast him in a major laser music video, and we became friends uh, ever since. We actually shot his portion of the film in my apartment in Los Angeles. So sci-fi comedy, it's a it's an interesting genre because you do you want to go 50-50 on it, or how much of it is, uh, you know, do you weigh it one way or the other? Yeah, it was a total balancing act. We wanted to make sure that we were servicing the sci-fi and the comedy and just the true, you know, ethos of the story throughout the entire thing. So it was, it was a real balancing act. And that, that is a credit to the writer, Alicia Keetry. She really helped weave and make sure that we were always on track with the story and the tone. And there's also some interesting things too about that. Tell us about the technology uh, that uh, Natalie's holding in her hand, the little, uh, the little, it looks like almost like a cell phone, but it does different things, doesn't it? Yeah, that's like an all-encompassing device. It sort of does everything. We're probably a few years away from that, right? You know, um, <laughs> we're, we're just about there. So uh, alien technology isn't too far off. But yeah, it's her device. It's her. It, it's the way she communicates with her home planet. It's the way she does her research. It's the way that she tracks the planet. It's It's her everything. Again, like, you know, probably iPhone 15 will be there. I just wonder how many like tech nerds are like, tell us the technology. Let me know the formula. The 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 person who made it, Justin McLean, he's an incredible production designer. He did some work on Star Trek as well. And we did a bunch of different versions of the device. It's funny. We ended up going with the most simplistic one. Uh, we had some really intricate, crazy, wild designs, but we wanted to be really stripped down to sort of make it this thing that does look very uh, attainable, like you said, almost like a phone. And then the title, I'm Totally Fine. What did you almost call it? I don't even know what we almost called it. Keetri is the, Alicia Keetri is the queen of titles. All of her projects have great titles. And she came to us with that title. And we were like, yep, that's it. It's perfect. And then uh, just looking at the the poster, it's it's got the two uh, protagonists. They're both in a tub. Look like they're being beamed into a uh, saucer. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that is that like a, uh, you know, giving away any of the uh, secrets there? there? There's there's a little bit, you know, it, it's tapping into the alien lure of beam me up. You know, they're they're trying to stay on Earth for as long as they can before Natalie's character, this alien uh, who's taken the form of Jillian's deceased best friend here to study the humans for uh, a couple of hours. Uh, you know, she's trying to stay here as long as she can and and before she has to get beamed back up to space. Now, I know you've, uh, we're speaking with Brandon Dermer, by the way, the movie I'm Totally Fine coming out Friday. You've directed a lot of uh, music videos. So mm-hmm. are these two separate genres or do you take what you've learned in those and vice versa, put them into a feature film? Yeah, this is my first feature film. And, of you know, after a decade of making music videos, I've taken all those uh tricks and things I've learned along the way and really infused it into this into this film. Uh, I treated all my music videos and I still do a sort of short film dressed as music videos. And often with those, I'm tasked in telling a story in three to four minutes and capturing it in a day or two. So really taking all those experiences and applying it to this feature is what I think got it done in 10 days. Wow, that's really amazing. Did, did you have like a budget, like w- at 10 days, we're done, we have to get this done, hurry up, or it just so happened you got it done in 10 days? 
there was so many factors, you know, the pandemic, um, Kyle had to go off and direct what we do in the shadows. Natalie had other projects. Jillian had other projects. This whole thing came up in July of 2020 when I first had the idea and then approached Alicia Kitri to write it. And then I happened to get on a call with Kyle Newichek and catch up in the pandemic as everyone was. And I pitched him this idea and he said he wanted to make it. So it was very fast track, but there were a lot of stipulations. You got to film it in 10 days in December. That's pretty amazing. That's almost like, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber or Elton John. I got an idea. You write it. That's a pretty cool collaboration. Yeah, this 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 film was a true collaboration in every sense of the word. Um, everyone was was really involved, you know, and that was sort of the 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 weird, ironic beauty of the pandemic is every single day. Uh, the five of us would be on Zoom, myself, Kyle, Alicia, Natalie and Jillian, and we'd be working on the script and the characters and crafting. Flatbush misdemeanors on Showtime. I know you directed the first three episodes just came out uh, this summer. What was that like for you? That was an awesome experience. I got to go out to New York and work with a totally new crew that I've never worked with before. Um, I credit this movie for booking that gig. Um, I shared with the two creators, Dan Perlman and Kevin Iso, um, and the showrunner Keith Heisler, the film, and then a couple of music videos. And it got me out there. And yeah, those guys are absolutely hysterical. And, you know, it was easy for me. I told them I wasn't looking to shape their writing or storytelling. I was just sort of looking to elevate the visuals and complement their writing um, with with the visuals. My last question, you mentioned Alicia Keatry does the script. So if you're filming and maybe one of your actors says, I don't think my character would say that, or wouldn't it be better if this happened? How, how loose are you with that? Or how much would you have to kind of stay on the rails there? You know, uh, I take from Adam McKay. He always says that the script's the contract. You get the contract, then you make amendments. I'm a big proponent of that. So Alicia was there on every every day with me uh, on set. And so was Kyle, obviously. So um, we would get what was on the page, and then we would play, and then we would alter, and we would improv. All right. Well, the movie uh, is coming out this Friday. As I mentioned, it's called I'm Totally Fine with Jillian Bell, Natalie Morales, and more. We've been speaking to the director, Brandon Dermer. Brandon, congratulations on the film. Thank you so much. I appreciate chatting with you. Sure, no doubt about it. <clears throat> and when I think Jillian Bell, because the first time I remember seeing her, I'm sure I saw her in some other stuff, but the first time I really remember <laughs> seeing her was on Curb Your Enthusiasm when it was the year they were trying to do the Seinfeld remake. And so he and uh, Larry David and Jerry were writing at the studio and the secretary was Jillian Bell and she wore a half shirt with her gut hanging out and uh, Seinfeld and Larry David like I can't take it he goes I know you gotta say something he goes you say it no you say it and they did like Rochambeau he's like can you wear a she's like what my stomach how dare you I quit and then he, they had to hire her back anyway at the end he's they always have about I don't know how Larry David, David does it he has like three, four, five, six storylines all going together simultaneously. They usually tie up together. At the end, he starts to fall off the roof and he grabs on and he doesn't fall because he's holding on to her stomach. <laughs> She's wearing the half shirt. It's uh, it's pretty good. I think it was called Brittany Runs a Marathon. I think that was the name of the movie. And uh, we had uh, the director in there too at that time, Roach too. Uh, as well. So that was cool when Jillian came in. All right. What we'll do now is we'll take a little break and we'll come back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. 
I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. 1-800-878-PLAY to get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. This great land of Bulgaria. 
Joe Madden's going to join us. Joe Madden, J.O., talk a little hockey coming up in about a half hour. We'll have four-time Grammy winner James Fauntleroy, the little lord himself, and then blue-collar comedian Bill Engvall will join us in an hour's time. <clears throat> we do have an open segment, uh, so get on in and get hurt if you'd like at 1-800-878-PLAY. As I was mentioning, the Gold Gloves got awarded last night from Rawlings and MLB, and this is basically the coolest looking trophy there is. I mean, if you could offer me one award, you know, like I'd love to win a world cup, but that's just a medal. It's kind of dumb. You'd love to get a super bowl or a world series ring. The Heisman trophy of course is pretty awesome. Although there are a lot of players who won the Heisman that did nothing after, but that gold glove life size, it's a beautiful thing. But to determine the winners, um, each team's manager and then six coaches on the staff, they voted from a pool. And then Rawlings also added the uh, Sabre Defensive Index. That's the SDI. So, of course, you need to get the analytics in there as well. That's 25% of the vote. And then Rawlings also added a new category this year. And that is Utility Guy. Yeah, it's kind of like in the Pro Bowl, the Steve Tasker Special Teams Award as well. So 14 players won their first gold glove. That shattered the previous record of 11 from two years ago. But uh, you look in the American League, everyone was a first-time winner outside of DJ LeMayhew, who got the utility. So he actually didn't even get a real gold glove. He beat out Whit Merrifield of the Royals and Luis Renjifo of Anaheim. But um, so your winners in the for catcher in the AL, it's Jose Trevino beating out Sean Murphy, who won last year the A's, and Cal Raleigh of the Mariners. Jose Trevino, <clears throat> it's hard to believe that a guy who's catcher for the Yankees is not a household name. <laughs> in the NL, JL Rayo Muto, he's run it before. He beat out Travis Arnaud. And uh, Tomas Nito, Braves and Mets, respectively, of course, Real Muto in the World Series right now up to one. Uh, first place, uh, Vlad Jr. got his first. The other finalists were Luis Arias of the Twins, who won the batting title, and Anthony Rizzo of the Yanks. And that's one of those awards where you just kind of feel that, <clears throat> you know, Arias is there for his bat. In the National League, Christian Walker, who had a really good season for the Diamondbacks, beat out Goldie and Matt Olson. Matt Olson won when he was with the A's at St. Louis and Atlanta, respectively. Second base is Andres Jimenez. Jonathan Scope with Detroit and Marcus Simeon got a nod as well. Marcus Simeon now with Gold Glove finalists, at least final three at short from Oakland and with Texas now at second. Uh, young Andres Jimenez, pretty cool. Brendan Rogers, I think that name, I think of the old manager of Swansea and Liverpool and now Leicester City, same name. He's the Rockies first baseman, beating out Jake Cronenworth and Tommy Edmond. Jake Cronenworth, how much does he play first anyway for the pods? Seems like he's all over the infield. Jeremy Pena, the super rookie with Houston, he got the shortstop gold glove, pretty cool for him, beating out Sander Bogarts of the Red Sox and Carlos Correa. Of Minnesota. Correa is going to opt out, by the way. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him in uh, Los Angeles or someplace else. Dansby Swanson got it at short. 
in the National League with the Braves, Ha-Seong Kim with the Pods, and Miguel Rojas with the Marlins. If you don't know Ha-Seong Kim, you probably got your first look in the playoffs, and that's the guy with the Sean Dunstan arm at short. Dansby Swanson, of course, the number one overall pick by Arizona, and Dave Stewart and Tony La Russa traded him for Shelby Miller. Third base, Ramon Urias of the Orioles. I mean, they're really going out of their way to pick some, I don't want to say obscure. I mean, it's just, listen, you can go into all the analytics and the eyeball test and everything else. I think it's cool all these youngsters winning. Matt Chapman got a nod, as did Jose Ramirez, Blue Jays, and Guardians. But there's Nolan Arenado on the senior circuit winning his 10th. He's been in the big leagues 10 years, and he has 10 gold gloves. And you think about he used to be high school teammates with Matt Chapman. And it's funny when people on the A's said, oh, I think Chapman's better than Arenado. No. Not only is Nolan Arenado better defensively, he actually can hit big league pitching. <clears throat> the only other player to play his first 10 years and get a gold glove all 10 years was Ichiro. So I say Nolan Arenado's accomplishment is better because Ichiro was already an established vet in uh, Nippon professional baseball by then. Uh, Cabrian Hayes, who's been locked up by Pittsburgh, and Ryan McMahon of the Rocks were the runner-ups. In left field, Steve Kwan, the youngster out of Oregon State with Cleveland, he gets a gold glove in left. Andrew Benintendi, who was with the Royals and the Yanks this year, and Brandon Marsh, who was with the Angels and the Phillies, they were finalists. Ian Happ with the Cubs in the National League, David Peralta with the Diamondbacks and then the Rays, and then there's Christian Yelich with the Brew Crew as a another finalist in center field <clears throat> miles straw of the guardians former stroh cedric mullins who's fantastic with baltimore and michael a taylor with the royals was pretty good gloves out there in center the national league trent grisham who you mostly think of for his bat but this is his second gold glove victor robles with the nationals you heard about him in the minors forever and alec thomas with the diamondbacks another guy who you might say who in right field, it's Kyle Tucker. He gets his first gold glove for Houston. This is a guy who, in trade talks over the years, the Astros never would put him into any of those conversations. I know the A's would always say, because how many times did Lowry go back and forth to Houston and Oakland, like three or four times? They would not trade Kyle Tucker, and this is the reason why. <clears throat> Other finalists, uh, JBJ, Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, Red Sox and Jays. And uh, Max Kepler with the Twins. Max Kepler, the uh, uh, born in, uh, and raised in Germany. National League, who else would Mookie Betts? He gets his sixth. Juan Soto was a finalist. And Dalton Varsho. As I said, the, the D-backs, if you look at them right now, they are slowly building a pretty good team. I wish the A's had some quality guys like that. The uh, On the bump, Shane Bieber gets his uh, first Jose Barrios with Toronto and Jamison Tyon, actually, with the Yanks. Those were the finalists. Max Freed, he got his with the uh, the Braves. That's his third now. Max Freed is on a run. It's like one of those Jim Cott or Greg Maddox things. As long as they're playing, they're just going to get the gloves. It's kind of that way with uh, Eric Chavez for a while. And others, Tyler Anderson with the Dodgers and Corbin Burns, St. Mary's College, I'll have you know, they were finalists 
Dodgers and Milwaukee, respectively. And then the new category, do you recognize it as a gold glove? <laughs> I'm a little bit skeptical after all these years to just, this is sort of like a uh, lifetime achievement award for someone who never got an Oscar, you know, nominated eight times, always lost. Let's just hand them one. Or sometimes those actors, they get nominated and they never win. And then finally, like they make one really stinky movie in their 70s and they're like, just just give it to them. But LeMayhew at the Yanks, that's his fourth. I remember <clears throat> doing an A's Rockies game, the pregame show. And Colorado had this young rookie named DJ LeMayhew. And first I had to figure out how he pronounced his name because he's Le Mathieu, but he says LeMayhew. So I had to figure that out by watching like a YouTube call of him. And his claim to fame was he only struck out once the whole entire time he was in high school, four years. And I remember being impressed by that. And now, of course, he's been a most valuable player and now his fourth gold glove. Uh, Whit Merrifield got nominated, as I mentioned, and Luis Renjifo. In the National League, it's Brendan Donovan, his first gold glove. You might go, who? Uh, Tommy Edmond and Dalton Varsho. So nominated a couple times uh, right there. So now the Phils are in the hot seat, a little help from the Astros and Mother Nature, and maybe Lance McCullers Jr. tipping his pitches as well. And I say helping him out with the weather because the pitching staff is not as deep as Houston and it allowed them to go an extra day. They wanted to go with the lefty when they got Ron Hare Ranger Suarez, even though they did use him out of the pen in game one, but generally speaking, this team with the pitching staff where they basically want to use a small handful of relievers in high leverage situations, and they were able to do that with Suarez going five scoreless. But on the good play part, we got to give the Phillies props for their game three performance because the Astros have been a juggernaut all season. They were uh, seven and uh, and oh coming into the series, and the Phillies have fought through that, and now we're talking about six and oh at uh, Citizens Bank ballpark. But Baker in game one stuck with Justin Verlander, probably a little too long. And the third time through, the Phillies stormed back on him. And it was 4 nothing Phillies the third time the order came around again. And you got the lefty and Schwarber came to bat at righty on base. Schwarber, one of the best sluggers this season and uh, against uh, breaking stuff. And you can look at the analytics there, batting over 500 there. And we know he led the National League in home runs as well. He had just hit three in the NLCS. What was the reason for McCullers to face Schwarber in that situation? I don't know. But he went boneyard, and it's six to nothing. He left McCullers in the game just so Reese Hoskins could hit another one, the fifth and final home run of the night. And Bake, after the game, said the thought process was the fact that he had had two good innings, two real good innings, and then they hit a blooper, a homer, and then I couldn't get anybody loose. Well, I like his honesty there. You're supposed to be getting somebody loose. Look, he knows what he's doing. He's been manager the year enough times. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come on back. Still time to get in this hour if you want to. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153. 3% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Uh, that hurts my feelings. All right, welcome back to the show. Getting ready for Hour 3. Joe Madden, James Fauntleroy, and Bill Engvall will join us. When the Vikings beat the Cardinals on Sunday, the victory was uh, especially important to one player in particular, and that's Patrick Peterson, or PP as I call him. 
course, he was with the Cardinals for 10 years until he went to the Vikings last year. And uh, he was seen after the game hollering for the Cardinals GM, Steve Keim, who didn't re-sign Peterson. And Peterson said, quote, stop running. You said you was going to call me back. And so then he went on CBS Sports All Things Covered podcast. And I asked him about it. <clears throat> and he said, this is my last time talking about this. I'm not better. Uh, I'm not bitter in any stretch of imagination toward the organization. I'm just laying out facts of what happened to me when I was part of the organization. I feel like being an all-time great doing things that nobody's done in that organization as far as going to eight straight Pro Bowls, I just felt like I shouldn't have been treated in that manner. So Peterson is referring to different incidents that, that led up to his departure from the Cardinals in 2019, for example. He believes someone from Arizona's front office was responsible for leaving critical fan mail in his locker he said, the letter was talking about how this person won't be a fan anymore as long as I'm on the team, talking about how I tackle like a girl and just all type of negative stuff. It was on my chair after practice. I'm like, man, what the F am I reading this from a fan? What am I getting this from somebody within the organization? Well, the real disconnect came last year when he became a free agent and uh, he took the uh, annual exit meeting where uh, Klein uh, Keim clued him in on the uh, eventual pursuit of J.J. Uh, Watt. And he said, I want you to retire her, man. I love you to death. I won't dare let you go anywhere. I promise we're going to do everything we can to keep you around. The weeks went by. Peterson said he called and texted Keim uh, many times, never got anything back. And he said, I, I don't want to talk to any other team. I want to stay. But the guy, he left a, a voicemail, nothing. He said, uh, he just showed me they ain't messing with me. I hadn't heard from them in three months. I told my agent to bump it. It is what it is. And as soon as I signed with the Vikings, I get this long text message from none other than Steam Kime. I'm like, come on, bro. To me, that's where the disrespect just went to me, an all-time high. And if you're GM, you see my phone every day, every second, and I know everybody's busy. But just be like, all right, P, we're moving on. And I'm fine with that. I'm a grown man. Yeah, it's been two years, but at the same time, I'm still waiting on that phone call. All right. Don't you diss me. I said, don't you diss me. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. Private companies are creating more new jobs than expected. ADP says 239,000 jobs were added in October, beating projections by more than 40,000. North Korea stated in September that they did not plan on supplying Russia with ammunition for the invasion of Ukraine. Speaking virtually to reporters on Wednesday, White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says U.S. intelligence contradicts that claim.
you know, we're not talking dozens here. Um, it, it's a significant number of artillery shells. He also says they have information that North Korea is concealing the shipment's destination. This, as a new report, is taking a look at some of the sanctions placed on Russia and where the United States is really getting some of its oil from. The United States, with all its mighty sanctions against Russia for invading Ukraine, is still buying some of her gasoline from Russia. An oil refinery in Sicily, owned by Russia's second-largest oil and gas giant Luke Oil, is using 93% Russian crude oil in its production that ultimately makes its way to the United States as gasoline and other refined oil products. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, is pumping the brakes on allowing banned users to rejoin the platform. In a tweet, Musk saying there needs to be a clear process for welcoming back those individuals. He also said implementing such a process will take at least a few more weeks. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court says all mail-in and absentee ballots that aren't dated shouldn't be counted by counties. In a ruling Tuesday, the state's high court said instead the undated ballots should be set aside and segregated from those with dates on them. This is USA Radio News. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation, saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1097. 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. Mortgage application volume is falling slightly. The Mortgage Bankers Association saying it dropped by a half of a percent last week. Meantime, a 30-year fixed mortgage rate is only down a tenth of a point to 7.06%. Despite a small change in rates, applications to refinance did go up by 0.2%. Changes are coming to a Florida city's skyline. Developers have broken ground on what they say will be the tallest residential building south of New York City. Miami's Waldorf Astoria is poised to be South Florida's tallest skyscraper at 100 stories and will feature 205 hotel guest rooms and 360 luxury condo residences. The super tall structure is controversial. Not only is it in the way of the flight path for Miami International Airport, but with last year's collapse in nearby Surfside that killed 98 people, building a structure of its kind so close to sea level that can stand hurricane force winds is also of concern. From the USA Radio News Washington, D.C. Bureau, I'm Victoria Idoni. An iPhone factory inside a Chinese industrial park is being ordered to lock down. It's being done to stop the spread of COVID. The factory belongs to Foxconn, and the lockdown remains in fact until November 9th. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic, now just $33.95, plus earn double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle, improve performance, and protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One Full Synthetic at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Auto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Are you like me? You have health insurance, but you don't have dental insurance. Do you need to get to the dentist right away? Maybe you need an implant or some other major service. Well, I found a dental insurance plan that's just right for you. It's called Spirit Dental. Spirit Dental offers a $100 lifetime deductible, a huge network of dentists. And here's the best part. There's no waiting periods. Yeah, that means you can call right now and have real dental insurance for you and your family tomorrow and get that immediate coverage you want. Spirit Dental has plans for just a few dollars a day, up to $5,000 annual maximum, and coverage for implants. Whatever age you are, the dental insurance you need is a free phone call away. Now don't wait, and be sure to ask about Spirit's vision plan. Here's the number, 800-634-0482, 800-634-0482. That's 800-634-0482. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We got Joe Madden, Hockey Joe Madden, James Fontleroy, Fontleroy, and uh, Bill Engvall coming up this hour. Kansas, the men's basketball program there. They have uh, done uh, Don't Hurt Us, We'll Hurt Ourselves, one of those things, because they have now imposed a four-game suspension for Bill Self, the head coach, and lead assistant Curtis Townsend, to begin the season. The NCAA has been investigating some potential wrongdoing from those two, and they haven't even concluded it. But this goes back to a case that began in 2017. So uh, Townsend and Self were both held off the road by Kansas during June and July live recruiting as the probe dragged on. And that signaled perhaps the first self-imposed sanction uh, Kansas has also told the NCAA we have reduced, um, we have taken away four official visits for academic year 23-24. We have uh, taken away three full scholarships, one per year the next three years. We have implemented a six-week ban on recruiting, a six-week ban on unofficial visits, and a 13-day reduction in the number of permissible visits this year and next. And there will be no official visits this year for late night in the fog, which is one of the things they do to begin the season. And so this started in 2017, a bribery and corruption charge. And KU received its uh, notice of allegations, uh, multiple level one violations, which are the harshest ones. And uh, so now the AD there, Travis Goff, said, we are hopeful these difficult self-imposed sanctions will assist in bringing the case to a conclusion. <laughs> yes. Well, 
they're going to miss games. Remember, the Jayhawks are number five in the country. And so uh, they're going to miss the game against Nebraska, Omaha, North Dakota State, Duke. That one matters. And Southern Utah. I wouldn't worry about the other three. They'll be back November 23rd against NC State for all you Kansas fans out there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come on back with Hour 3. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, good stuff. 
Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. As always, when we get to 11-12, we check in with one of the fine prognosticators over at AgainstTheNumber.com. <clears throat> they are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. We offer full season, end of current season, one month, one day, one week, and one year special specific packages. Prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple. And their results are real. Joining us once again is Joe Madden, and she's always uh, Johnny on the spot when it comes to the National Hockey League. And just a, a quick little note uh, from my Sharkies who stink. Eric Carlson, EK65, we know how good he was when he was with the uh, the Sens. It hasn't really worked out so much in San Jose despite all the money he's making, but yet kind of off to a hot start. Do you think he's somebody that might the Sharks might be able to flog off at the trade deadline despite all the money he's making? Yeah, I could see them definitely looking to um... – move him there. I think it would be a smart move for the Sharks. The Sharks really are having issues right now, and they need to um, make some room, make some changes on this team to come out better next season. All right, let's talk about the fact that uh, Brad Marchand uh, making his uh, debut finally uh, a couple days ago with the Bees and what the hot start that they were off to uh, already. Um, uh, what That guy is one of those guys that's such a little gnat if you if he's not on your team and he's licking you and doing all that stuff he's about as hateful as it gets but if he's your guy you love him don't you yeah absolutely and I was looking at with him coming back I didn't think he'd make such an impact as soon as he stepped on that ice we know changing the lines and moving things around um, players get out of rhythm but the Boston Bruins did not at all it was like he hadn't missed a beat out on that ice coming out so strong for them. They've been just playing absolutely phenomenal, this Boston Bruins team. What have they won? Six in a row now with that win last night over the Penguins. They are just rolling hot, and I love everything we're getting out of Brad there. You know, speaking of Ottawa, there were some people who thought maybe after all the doldrums and selling off parts, but, you know, some of these high picks they've had that maybe this would be a season where they would turn things around. So you see them in last place, but they're four and five. They're, they're not a disaster. How long do you think before Ottawa gets back to being a playoff team again? You know what? I look at Ottawa. We've seen how strong they've come out in some of these games. We look at them in their last game versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. They held tight in that one. Now, I know they did get the loss, but they still were able to get three goals in the Lightning, kept them to only four. We've seen them lose the last couple, but they've had some nice wins, especially like you look at them. They won over the Coyotes. No, sorry. They lost to the Coyotes. They won over the Capitals and the Boston Bruins back on the 18th. So this team is a solid team. They're getting the points on the board. I like what I'm seeing out of them so far. They've been so explosive offensively. I think we can't cut them out even for this season. Um, They're averaging that 3.67 goals per game getting the shots on goal, and their defense, if they can step up and goaltending-wise, I think this team could make a run. It's a young season, but so far Columbus is the worst team in the NHL, and I just think about the curious move of Johnny Gaudreau going there. Maybe the most 
anonymous of all the professional sports teams in, in North America. But uh, apparently there was some family connections, what have you. But it was a big surprise for him to leave Calgary. Just do, do you think he, he has any regrets right now? Well, what's going on with the Blue Jackets? Yeah, I'm sure he's seeing a bit of regrets here. Um, the more I dive into it, the more I think there was um, bigger things than just family tax reasons as well going down to Columbus. So while I do think he has regrets, while I do think he wishes that he was on a team with stronger players surrounding him, he's got to put a little bit of the weight on his shoulder here and really step up for this team. I haven't seen the Johnny Gaudreau that we saw in Calgary playing out there. He's not looking as smooth out on the ice. So I think he needs to step up. I think he needs to get in some rhythm and work out which guys he can play nicely against or with. The uh, Coyotes finally have a new home. It's on the Arizona State campus, the Mullet Center. I guess that's pretty good when you think about hockey hair. But, uh, you know, it's got the uh, Fear of the Fork. It's got the Arizona State rival uh, logo on it. Arizona State has not one. But it's funny, Arizona State has no men's soccer team, but they have two hockey teams, which I'm still trying to figure out. But still, uh, the the city uh, in Glendale kicked them out of the Gila River Arena. They had a delinquent tax bill. Remember that one point it looked like they were going to yeah. fold and the league took them over. Do you think they finally, this is <laughs> some stability for them now? No, I don't think this is stability. I don't know how um, with this small stadium they can be a viable team and get those get enough people in the door. Um, for the ticket prices to support this team. They need a bigger stadium, and um, I think they're going to have to get it. I think this is just a Band-Aid over what we saw, them needing a new arena, and I don't like it. I really don't. There's no second tier. It's just the one tier. I struggle as to why they had to do this. You know, the Golden Knights off to a red-hot start, and it was a big blow in August when we heard that uh, Robin uh, Leonard was going to miss the season. He had hip surgery, and so they kind of put all their eggs in the basket on Logan Thompson, and so far so good with him, right? Yeah, Logan Thompson has been absolutely incredible out there for them. I didn't expect this out of him. I'm going to be honest, but he's just come out of the gate. He's taken over that role and really stepped up. Um, he's dominating out there on the ice. He's got a 1.73 goals against average, which is phenomenal. He's doing better than the greats that we saw last year, like Igor Sushirkin and Andre Veselovsky. He's absolutely phenomenal this year, and um, he's just thriving in this role. I love what Vegas is doing as well. Defensively, this team is um, really helping out their goalies in that as well. So, Vegas. It's one of those teams where a lot of people counted them out for this season, but can't anymore. You look at the drama in Toronto and, you know, Sunday the Leafs 3-1 lead in the third period against the Ducks. They end up losing in Anaheim. Uh, the new coach there, Sheldon Keefe, he benches Mitch Marner, their, their star winger, because he had a turnover that led to a uh, Trevor's uh, Zagras goal and then Marner smashed his stick but what they're saying in Toronto is like hey listen last year we overcame a slow start too and, and they're a 500 team they're not a a, a disaster but uh, you know Leafs fans have been waiting since black and white film for them to lift that cup uh, what do you think about their dramatic start so far you know what Toronto is Toronto and I think 
we find a lot of people hyping up this team, always high expectations, and they never get there. I think this is another year that they don't get there. I think there's been so many changes from last season. I think this team is actually weaker than they were last season, but the hopes for this team are higher. I'm just not seeing it come together. I think they're weaker in the goaltending um, area. They're also weak defensively so far this season. They've done a great job at getting um, the block shots on goal, but this team isn't offensively getting the goals, and defensively they're allowing three. So I think they're going to continue to struggle. I wouldn't be surprised if the Flyers really give them a hard game tonight. Um, even with Toronto at home, they've been notoriously good over the Philadelphia Flyers. In the last couple of games they played them, they won each and every one by a landslide, by at least three goals. I don't see it happening tonight. I think this Flyers team is on a mission. I think both of these teams are struggling offensively. The Flyers have the better defense, and I think the Flyers can keep this one tight. We've got Toronto, the Maple Leafs, rolling in here, minus 345 on that money line after they've lost their last four games. That's what I mean. The press overhypes this team so high expectation-wise. It's a hard one to swallow. There she is, Joe Madden. Check her out and all her friends, all the sports against the number.com. Always great stuff, Joe. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on the other side. Four-time Grammy winner, James Fauntleroy. He wrote songs for Bruno Mars, Rihanna, Justin Timberlake, Chris Brown, Drake, goes on and on. Come on back. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 
800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show one of the greatest songwriters of our generation. It's James Fauntleroy. And uh, he's here to talk about 1500 Sound Academy and some of the things they're going to be doing with the uh, Super Bowl down in Inglewood uh, coming up here in uh, February. First of all, James, four Grammys. Do you, do you ever feel like just making them into one big giant necklace, like all four of them? <laughs> yeah, I think about that a lot, actually. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> you can try it uh, now and then. Uh, um, as I said, the, the Super Bowl la- last year, what it was. Well, what, what was that like when uh, when you got together and, and uh, you know, the students doing California Love, This Is L.A., all that. What, what was that like at the time to do it in your hometown, more or less? It was just unbelievable and surreal. Like, it was, um, you know, just a fantasy in real life. So um, that's that's how I describe it, because it's so far above and beyond my wildest dreams um, and hopes for what these students could accomplish. Tell so us a little I, bit more yeah. about 1500 Sound Academy, what you guys do there. So, uh, 1500 Sound Academy, it's been there for about five years almost. It's a six-month program. We teach mixing, engineering, production, songwriting, music business, and artist branding. And um, we have a live online program. We have an online on-demand program. We have a version of our program for K-12. So, we're just trying to get as many people um, further along so they can go beyond where we kind of ended up through our uh, experience in the music business. 
when you write songs, um, do you have the artist in mind, like all the famous people you work with, Beyonce, Rihanna, Justin, Drake, everybody? Because I heard the story once that the writer of Halo tried to give it to uh, Katy Perry, and she didn't answer the email, so I went to Rihanna. <laughs> or just like, how does that all work? <laughs> yeah, that does happen sometimes, but it's, it's really extremely vastly different um, depending on which artist and what their target audience is and what their platform is. So literally all those people you um, you listed are completely different. Like some don't take song submissions at all because they, they are writers. Some have to be there. And then in some cases there's somebody, you know, checking emails. But personally I've, I've never, um, you know, I have probably around 500 songs released and I think I can't think of a, more than one that was placed through like shopping a song or through an executive. It's It's been a hundred percent through the creative community, you know, kind of calling and being fans of my own music and wanting me to come work with them. Bruno Mars album, 24 K magic. Did you almost wrote the whole album, didn't you? Oh yeah. With, with Bruno, he's a perfect example of what I just was talking about. Cause he, I met him as a songwriter, so he's like a legit um, songwriter and producer and instrumentalist and magician and, you know, like, he's just a magical man. And, um, you know, working with him is so much different from those other artists, but it's also got its own, like, special fun because he, he knows what it's like being a songwriter, so it's it's a unique and incredible experience. What was the first uh, the first song where you know you're an unknown and you're like, hey, try this out, and people are like, who are you? You don't have any experience, you know, and you finally got that first one through. What what was that bit first big one? The first big one was called No Air. It was Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown um, about 400 years ago now, <laughs> and uh, that one was the first uh, my first hit song and and kind of the first thing that got people talking about my, you know, about me in the business. And I just think about pop, rap, R&B, hot AC, rock, like all the different little genres and categories. I mean, you're writing for, from Jay-Z to John Mayer. Have you ever Mm -hmm. tried your hand at country? Oh my God. Not only yes, but um, I love country music. I love Nashville. I spent a lot of time out there, um, and I'm just in love. Like musicians, uh, I think it's called Musicians Row. I don't know because I was I was a little tipsy going in and out of those bars. But um, <laughs> I, I love country music, man. Like I've written with probably 15 writers and artists in Nashville over the years because I'm so in love. That's pretty. Is there any music that you just don't like, like that makes your skin crawl? Not yet. Um, so far, I mean, you know, music, art, and technology, and all these things I'm into, they they're all just different ways to communicate a message. So, you know, I think if you, I think we all gravitate towards people that are communicating the message the best, and. Um, you know, and people that aren't, you know, I probably am a little more irritated when I hear a bad song than a, than a typical, you know, like, than a, a person that doesn't do this for a living. But, <laughs> no, I haven't heard anything that I hate. One thing that always surprises people, because all my friends and peers and stuff, they all think I just sit in the house listening to jazz and classical music all day long. So, um, you know, I also, I listen to everything. I, I listen to rap 
new rap music, but my favorite by far is uh, probably Yacht Rock. <laughs> if you're like that, you see me on the freeway wow. with the top down. It's probably some, uh, some you know, pina colada blasting, um, <laughs> you know, Scott. Yeah, I saw a band called Yachtly Crew a couple of months ago. Oh, my those... God. <laughs> yeah, they wore Sailor's Head. That's something you... I would go to. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes out for them. They're, they're around. Yeah. Um, writing a song, if you're, you know, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, it just seems so simplistic. You just sit down. It, it seems so easy. And it's the hardest thing in the world. It's hard enough just to be a one hit wonder. So why do you think it comes? I don't want to say easily, but why do you think you do it so well? There's a number of things. One is persistence and just not stopping because, you know, like I, I, I've seen the typical lifespan of a person like me in the business is one to three years, even for the behind the scenes people. And so I've been doing this for like 15 or 16 years. So I'm like a, you know, an ancient, I'm like a tree in the, in the music business. But um, I'd say, what, wait, what, what am I answering one more time? I'm, I'm getting old. Like I, just why is it, why, how come you're just so good at it? Oh, um, well, you know, there's some luck, there's genetics. I didn't grow up singing or, grow up in church or any of the things that other people like me have told me was their life experience. So I really believe that's why I really believe anyone can do it. But I think honestly, my love of music from the seventies and the eighties, particularly the eighties. Um, it, 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 and also of country music. Like that's why I love um, Nashville and country music so much because there's a kind of like this, common thread of what constitutes or qualifies a song as really well written and uh country music is one of the last places that everyone is still involved in that in that like standard of i told this story well and so that has helped me to stand out from people you know my my peers and in, in pop and and um and you know rap and r&b and all these things because i'm 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 comparing and and thinking about the lyricism and melodies of people that are incredible versus um you know like people that are benefiting from something I love which is the 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 amount of technology that allows you to make music so much easier and faster and so it's it's great that it exists but also you have to keep in mind some of those um, you know, all this evidence that we have of what songs work and what, oh, like, here's, this is one thing I always tell people. Everyone is always talking about how, two things, one, that music sucks now, you know, like, music is always better in the past, and that we have to make simpler music because people are dumber now than they've ever been. And what I tell people all the time is, is idiots have been around longer than language, long, longer than, <laughs> than music or anything, like, when they were, when, when Pink Floyd and Stevie Wonder and all these guys are making music, there were just as many stupid people as there are now. So people still <laughs> respond to certain things a certain way. And then the reason why music seems so good in the past is because we stopped playing the songs that aren't good. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a good point, every, too. Yeah, if, if your song's not good, then we're not going to play it in a month, let alone 10 years after it came out. So You know what? That is a great point that I never even thought of. All right. Well, we've been speaking <laughs> with the very prolific James Fauntleroy, four Grammys and NFL 
media working with 1500 Sound Academy with uh, so many students and uh, great stuff as always. James, thanks for coming on, man. Good talking to you. Uh, thanks for having me. This is great. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on the other side with Bill Engvall. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, Call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Rick Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. That is my feelings, actually. <clears throat> anyway, we're waiting on Bill Engvall, and when we get him, we'll uh, we'll throw him on the air. Very interesting story from the sports and jurisprudence world is that the Department of Justice has charged former professional boxer Goran Gogic with trafficking cocaine 20 tons worth more than a billion dollars through U.S. ports. Once again, 20 tons, billion dollars. He got arrested after being indicted by a grand jury in New York. And prosecutors are calling this seizure one of the largest in the history of the United States. <laughs> we'll get back to that in just a second, but we're quite happy now to bring in longtime veteran comedian Bill Engvall. And he's here because he's on his farewell stand-up comedy tour. Here's your sign. It's finally time. Bill, welcome to the show. And I remember in the 80s as a huge comedy fan watching uh, Evening at the Improv, Bud Friedman, uh, all that, and, and, and watching Johnny and, and, and Letterman. And that's where you kind of got your chops, right? Yeah, well, that and, you know, the road makes you do that, too. You better, you better get sharp on the road or you're not going to be doing much on TV. Yeah, so when did you decide, you know, I'm going to – was it New York or L.A. and you decided on L.A., huh? Yeah, we were uh, – I'm, I'm from Texas, so uh, I did – you know, when I would work with guys like Shanling and Seinfeld and these guys, uh, Bob Saget, uh, they were all in L.A. And so I just kind of – I just kind of followed their lead uh, without them knowing it. <laughs> so uh, – but, yeah, I don't know that – I, I'm, if I was to look back on my career, I might be, I maybe should have done a little stint in New York because uh, New York's got such a great uh, 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 lineup of comics and places to work out. Uh, but for whatever reason, I was guided towards L.A. I remember when I had Jake Johansson in studio and, and he said that he had one semester left at, I think it was Iowa State, and he goes, I, I can't wait anymore. I got to go to L.A. and his mom and dad were like, all right, well, I hope I know what you're doing. And it was that kind of the same for you. You're like, I like college, but I, I got to get my career going here. Uh, actually, probably the opposite. I hated college. And uh, <laughs> the uh, actually, I, I shouldn't say I didn't hate it. I just didn't like all the, the stuff I needed to do for like getting grades. So uh, as I say <laughs> on my show, I said when I was in college, I discovered beer and women and studies went out the door. Yeah. So. Uh, but you know, and I, you know, I gotta be honest with you, Rick. I, I wish I could tell you I was smarter than all that, but I just kind of, I, I tried stand up on a, a, basically a dare, uh, on an open mic night and, you know, I really liked it. Uh, but I didn't know you could make a living at it. I didn't, you know, I thought I'd do it for a year maybe, and then have to go get a real job somewhere. Uh, but it just kept, uh, I think for whatever reason, I had this ability to, to, to connect with people and, and make them laugh. And so I just kind of blindly kept doing what I was doing and what was working. And 42 years later, here we are. And what about singing? How much is that part of your uh, career? <laughs> God, I wish I could say it was a lot. Uh, I will tell you a story that when I was, uh, I was recording the album cheap drunk and, mm -hmm. 
this was back when CMT was doing videos. You know, we, comedians could get videos on CMT. And so uh, they said, we wrote this song for you. It's called Cheap Drunk. And so I went into the studio to sing it. And let me tell you something. It was so bad, it wasn't even funny. It was like people were, I remember thinking, people don't listen to go, this guy is awful. Uh, <laughs> but it, you know, and, and so thankfully, I mean, God knows I wish singing was a big part of it. I love to sing, but. As I always tell people, I go, when you're singing along with some song in the shower, you sound good. But when you're in a recording studio and you're by yourself, it takes on a whole new meaning. And they they have machines that they can, you know, raise your pitch up or low. They couldn't get it to go far enough to make it sound good. So singing was never going to be my forte. (laughs) (laughs) And you had a pretty good career going. And yet when you started the Blue Collar Comedy Tour with with Jeff Foxworthy, you bring in Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, did you ever think it would exponentially explode your career like oh, it did? No. no. I thought I thought it would be a, a good tour, but I had no idea how big. It was just the perfect storm. Uh, I mean, there was blue-collar dolls, for God's sakes. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, you know, as I used to say, that's generally reserved for a court setting. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, blue-collar was what got me over that. It got me to be a household name and mm-hmm. and got me to where I'm at. Uh, and it, it, I, 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 can't, I would be frightened to look at where I would have been. I, I probably would have just been a club comic. You know, I'd have done okay, but it wouldn't have gotten, like you said, exponentially as big as it did. Yeah, we're speaking with Bill Engvall, by the way, the Farewell Comedy Tour. Here's your sign. It's finally time. Um, I, I've seen Ron White a couple times and uh, a big fan of his. Is it? like one of the signs of the apocalypse apparently ron white has stopped drinking uh i yeah right i i think probably uh although i gotta tell you i'm so happy to hear it because uh you know it i i, I love ron and i and i have said this all along that on his a game there's nobody funnier than him uh mm-hmm. and i that's a compliment i rarely give out uh, i always said of the four of us ron is the only guy i would pay money to watch and because uh, he's just this magnificent storyteller, and I'm glad he he saw the light at the end of the tunnel because I don't think it was going to be a good end. Yeah, I, the one thing I remember, uh, one of my favorite lines he said was he talking about a cheap plane he was on, and he goes, "It was so slow, it went the speed of smell." Yeah, <laughs> I love that joke. But he goes, the pilot turned around and said, uh, "We're going to have to, we're losing oil." And he, he said. He actually went on the microphone and said he's losing oil. And when in reality, the plane was so small, he could have just turned around and said, hey, we're losing oil. <laughs> <laughs> but he just had, you know, Ron has this, uh, that, that gift of, yeah, I, I can listen to him tell stories uh, at, at, without even turning it off. It's just because uh, he's just got that great timing and uh, he knows how to word, which is, that was stuff, and that was the part, another part of the blue collar that was great. Was that I think we all kind of fed off of each other, and we learned stuff from each other. Uh, and and I think that's the other thing that made that tour so strong was you, you had to bring your A game every night. There was no you couldn't lay off because you were going to get buried. You know, it's funny too is I think when you guys transcended from because you you you, you see that tour and you think well this is you know for southerners or. You know, this is this is more of a kind of a good old boy network. This isn't really for, you know, New York and in Chicago. And then you just start listening. You're like, this is hilarious. 
serious. It has nothing to do with anything. And, it, you know, kind of like breaking through out of that sort of mold, right? Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, some of our biggest shows were in Boston, uh, you know, uh, Chicago. The, these are the, these. I'll tell you a funny story about that tour. We were supposed to kick it off in Orlando. And for some reason, the date got bad and, uh, you know, it was double booked or something. And so we moved it to Omaha. And a couple of years later, we played Orlando, and it was one of the smaller crowds that we played for. And to think that if we had gone ahead and done the Orlando thing, that tour might not ever gotten off the ground. Uh, it was. It, it, but I agree. I think you know the thing that was beautiful about Blue Collar was it was for everybody. Everybody said well, it was country comedy. I go, no, it's it's comedy for the country, and it's uh, you know it, it appealed to doctors, lawyers, plumbers, cowboys. You know, it was men, women, children. It was across the board. And I don't think that you'll ever see another tour like that. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. And then I think about, you know, merch. Here's your sign. Did, did you have to go to, like, the trademark office in Washington and get that yep. uh, trademarked? Yeah. You did. And, it's, <laughs> and people still stole it. I remember going to a fair. I was at a a fair one time and was walking around. There's a guy with a booth that was selling, here's your sign license plate. And he was like, dude, that's me. And he's like, Oh, you want to, and one of my favorite stories is, uh, we had a a house in park city, Utah. And, uh, I walked down to the Seven Eleven to get a paper and there was a blue, a billing ball, blue collar doll on the counter. And the guy said, I said, Oh, that's me. And he goes, $7. (laughs) (laughs) Rodney Dangerfield had it right when he said, I get no respect. It was just comedians, for whatever reason, just they, they just don't give us the respect. Well, the other thing that, that stinks, too, is that when you see a band, you don't want their new stuff. You want the hits. And yet if you go do your, your act, your hour from last year, they're like, we already heard all these jokes. Well, you know, I, it's funny, Rick, I, I wrestled with that for a long time because uh, it's not easy to write 90 minutes of, uh, of new stuff every year. Uh, and these comics that tell you that they do, uh, I, I'd be willing to go 45 good and the rest 45. Is, uh, but the other thing I started, and you mentioned that uh, you brought up a great point, that if you and I are going to see Aerosmith, not nobody in the car is going to go, I hope they play all new stuff. So you kind of <laughs> got to get your head wrapped around the fact that, well, maybe they're bringing someone who hadn't seen you before or they want to see it again. And that's like this show, the, 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 the this final tour show is a combination of new stuff and, and hits the, you know, the, the stuff that people want to hear, uh, uh, and have loved for years. Uh, and it's, and I have had no complaints, you know, no, but I, I take that back. I had one complaint. Uh, I had a guy, I did a show and I walked in generally, I don't read my social media. Uh, but I just happened to be, you know, it was in between shows and I was flipping through it. And, and the guys just saw billing ball at so-and-so casino. Maybe it's time for him to hang it up. He wrote all new stuff. He, you know, there was no new stuff. And so I, I, I wrote him back and I said, yeah, I go, uh, first off, nobody asked you to come to the show and mm-hmm. B nobody said there'd be all new stuff. So, and it was, it was amazing was that the, the pushback from the fans against this guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I don't think that, I think that's kind of something that comedians tend to, to, to focus on. It doesn't need to be focused on. It took me a long time to realize that. Right. Well, we only have about a minute. Say it ain't so. You're you're wrapping it uh, wrapping it up. Is this really it? Yeah, buddy. You know the uh, 
I've been, like I said, I've been doing it 42 years. And I, I, it was funny. It finally hit me the other, what I, during COVID, when I couldn't work, I found that I wasn't missing it. And I always said, I, I you know, I never want to just do this for a check, uh, you know, cause I don't think that's fair to the audience. And the other thing is, and I say this with a, with all due humility, I caught the brass ring, man. I've got to do everything I wanted to do in this business. I've had a TV, had my own TV show. I was part of several sitcoms, uh, Jeff's show. Then I was on with Tim Allen, books, platinum records, gold records. Other than Bill Ingball on ice and nobody wants to see that, I don't know what else there is to do. <laughs> well, you did Dancing with the Stars, too. Uh, I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I was going to turn it down. Uh, when they called, I was like, oh, my God, is this where my career is gone? And that was probably one of the next to blue collar, one of the biggest decisions I made correctly. My wife actually said, I think you ought to do it. And, I, and you know, it's, I, I didn't get to the finals on my dancing ability. What I, I figured out the show was it's a popularity contest. And I would play to the audience, which is what I do on stage every night. And uh, I had a blast. And it was funny because when I was on the show, I still was touring, and so when I would go out, they would introduce me. They go from blue collar, and there'd be a you know a nice round of applause. And they go and Dancing with the Stars, and the room would explode. And I understand, and I also know the fact that most of my fans watch me on Dancing with the Stars like most people watch a NASCAR race. They're just looking for the crash. Uh, <laughs> but it, luckily, it didn't happen, and uh, I had a blast doing it. And like I said, you know, looking back, I'm glad that my wife talked me into it. Yeah, huge audience. All right, we're out of time. Bill Engvall, his farewell stand-up comedy tour. Here's your sign. It's finally time. Bill, thanks for coming on, man. I'm a big fan. Hey, man, thanks for having me. The good ones always go by too fast. All right, thank you very much. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline. either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. 
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family you never imagined it would come to this instead of living your dreams you're living with debt in fact it's smothering you Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153-That's 800-943-2153. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants all right just to wrap up this thing about a billion dollars worth of cocaine busted 20 tons goran yogic the uh, former boxer who's from montenegro who's getting on a plane to miami uh mandatory 10-year sentence could get life in prison but uh i just got to say 20 tons worth a billion dollars that ain't exactly i just sell to my friends all right to end the show on that note Once again, full of guests, full of cacophony of noise, and we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. pack time, and we'll do it all again right here on Titillating Sports. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.